Everyone is cool. Have a drink in hand or not? Nah, it's up to you. <laughs> I don't trust your my water. your Nesquik, Nesty, Iced Tea, Brisk, Duce combination. But hey, whatever gets you nice and comfortable. I've never judged you. I've never judged your choice of beverage, <laughs> anything well, that you ever drank. I've never judged anything that you drank. I just trusted that. Whatever you drank was suitable for you at that present moment and let it ride out. Gotcha. But now you're judging me on some brewed beverage in a nice fancy glass. Where did you find that recipe? Where did you find it? Or you made my it? Head. Nah, my no, head. Not my head. My head. <laughs> my head. That's no, how I make my, my drinks, my food. Not you being All right. That. Okay. So everyone who's listening, okay? I brewed... Lipton black tea. I added some cream. It has to be cream. It can't be, you know, milk or anything that doesn't have any fat in it because it has to have that kind of creamy texture to it, like mm -hmm. a like an Irish cream kind of thing. Put some sugar in there and added a splash, not a whole bunch, because Douce is a very potent cognac. Yes, a splash is. of Douce in it, and it tastes amazing. You can't go overboard. See, the thing with you guys, right? Who, who guys? Let's not generalize. Men's. You no, men's. Not men's. Yikes. Y'all would put uh, a whole half a cup of honey or douce into it, and it takes away from the actual flavor of the drink. You want it to complement each other in like an orchestra or a symphony. So when you take a sip like this, the flavors just melt together in your mouth. Come okay. on, connoisseur. <laughs> okay, star tender, you got it. <laughs> you you got a star tender. I, I'm right. not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compete with you. That's fine. I'll I'll make it for you one day. We'll have a cocktail off. How about I was gonna call it something else, but not gonna. Oh. <laughs> not gonna say it. <laughs> I called it a drink, but if you wanna if you wanna take it there. Nope. Yeah. Whatever I was You're gonna say. You're the captain say, of I, this ship. I'm certainly not going to repeat it, but the answer is we will have a cocktail off and we'll see who makes the best drinks. Sure. No problem. Simone, you are free to join, but I'm just saying, I know how to mix stuff, okay? Yeah, I mix cocktail. I've had some drinks of yours and I actually taught you how to make a hot toddy. So brewing teas and combining alcohol is something that I do. And it was okay for the first time, but I'm sure you've improved and had many layers of complexities after that. But not to toot my own horn. So now you drinking Minaj and I'm your son. Basically, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. All oh, these bitches is my sons. All right, you just called me a bitch on air. <laughs> I am offended <laughs> and I'm about to leave the meeting. <laughs> of course it is. Perfect excuse. All right, let's get the show started before, you know, our guest is now droning away by our shenanigans. <laughs> if you want me to make you a drink, Simone, I'm your girl. I appreciate that. Thank you, Rose. Sophisticated ignorance. You slide it right in, didn't you? Nope, don't do that. Skirt, skirt. Queen of the block. I am evolving, okay? All right, here we go again. Hey everybody, what is good? Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm Vixen J. 
It's Rovi baby. Oh, not Welcome Rovi back. Rovi baby. Oh, Rovi baby. Oh, you're saucy today. I like it. <laughs> you're big saucy. Whew. Uh, welcome to another episode. Once again, y'all, I hope you all are staying cool out there. Cool enough. Uh, this, yeah. This weather's wilding, so we don't know what we're going to expect. Uh, first it's hot, then it's cool, especially for those in New York City like myself. Um Wear every clothes, wear all the clothes because you don't know what type of temperature or weather is going to be outside. Um, you probably have to wear a hoodie with some Uggs and a hoodie in June. I was, I was, it wearing, outside right it's, now. A, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. It's, it was a typhoon earlier, and look, man, I, I don't got the time. Wow. This is why I stay inside. Okay. I avoid the weather and I avoid niggas respectfully. Just avoid everything. Okay, hermit vibes. Just, just All right. Stay, stay in. Okay, Master Splinter. What does that mean? <laughs> what, what, are, what are you talking? You staying indoors and underground, away from everyone. How am I underground? I'm, I'm above ground. I'm. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> the answer is we have a guest, and we are going to introduce that guest. So please introduce yourself for the audience for those who might not be familiar. But come on. Come on, this, yo. <laughs> if y'all don't know who this is, then then throw away throw away your phones. How about that? Oh my goodness! Oh stop! Um, hi everyone. I am Simone, uh, also known as Via Simone. I am the founder of the Bonnets and Durags brand. It is a podcast, event series, and apparel line. Um, that is what I do um, at night. That is my my brand child, my brand baby. Um, but so what I do full time is I'm a partnerships marketing manager. Um, I currently live in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been living here for what four years. I'm from upstate New York. I'm from Albany, okay. um, and I'm really happy to be here. Hey, uptown to downtown. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes. So for those who are familiar with Bonnets and Durags podcast. Uh, Simone is the queen of that brand. It's more of an experience at this point. It it's is. Not just, it's not just a podcast. It's, it's an experience. Yes. It's really about experiencing Black comfort, like what mm-hmm. that really looks like for us. So creating safe spaces for us to express ourselves, safe spaces for us to like pull up in public. Sorry, mm-hmm. Monique. Yeah. In public, Ooh. in our bonnets, in our durags, and just really just enjoying one another. Just it, just yeah. being hella black, so yeah. Yes, I and as you can see, we are all hella black on this uh, <laughs> <Yep>. show, so <laughs> there's no hiding it. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, I've. Worn... I must say, I do love your do rag. Oh, I well, thank you. Yeah. I did... it's, it's it's quite spiffy. I didn't uh-huh. realize you noticed, my dear. It's giving yeah. me chocolate douce vibes. Chocolate douce. That's uh, I'm changing my name to that. That's it. <laughs> Going, oh, oh, going right this way, yeah. changing my. I'm too, right I'm too creative right now. Because <laughs> you are the sauce. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you are on the sauce. My name uh, for this episode and moving forward is Chocolate Duce. Love to hear it. All right. So respect me and address me as such. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I wore the durag in solidarity to uh, Simone being on the show today. And speaking of Twitter, uh, today is somewhat of a. Uh, ceremonious event because we're pretty much having like a home going slash retirement party. Uh, <laughs> so uh, recently I found online, there is a list. I found a list of topics that uh, people on Twitter tend to talk about often. 
and if you live on Twitter or on social media in general, you'll know these topics uh, and how annoying they are every time they pop on the timeline or every time, you know, someone brings it up. And it's just like, when are we going to stop talking about them? And the answer is today. Uh, <laughs> we are putting these topics to bed. No more. We are tired. Uh, we have been inside for too long in this Panasonic, and we do not need to have these topics recurring over and over and over into our psyches. So we are putting these to bed. We are burying them seven feet under, not six, because, you know, zombies. Uh, seven feet under, we are throwing cement on that bitch, not dirt. And uh, as far as this podcast or my public uh, conversation is concerned, I will never bring this up again. I will never chime in. This is it. This is the final stance. Okay? So I hope you all could join me and join us for this uh, journey uh, as we put this I don't know if I can commit 100% to this. <laughs> I might slip up. Why, I'll, I'll why would you want to... I might slip up and I might just bring up old topics because that's what I do. But why <laughs> But why do you want to? Because... I, mean, I don't want to. I might just do it unconsciously you know then i'll just check myself i will stop you how about that oh oh, oh. i'm gonna be proactive and just stop you just say nope all right stop sign i'm gonna hit you with the nope and then we're just gonna keep it moving how about that no 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 problem cool we're on the same page (laughs) all right and 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 make sure that you do that with your friends as well um this is more of a psa uh if anybody brings this up in front of you or around your vicinity just tell them nope we're not doing this today so you're choosing violence. It's, it's called <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> it's time to shut these topics down because I'm tired and we all should be. It's nuts. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through each topic. We're going to, um, depending on if it's a choice or if it's just a stance, we're going to say if we agree with it, don't agree with it. We're going to, you know, kind of just flesh it out. And then when the topic is done, it's done. And that's it. And that is all. I'm excited because, once again, uh, if I see any of these on the timeline again, I'm going to officially start reporting tweets. <laughs> Ooh. And Mr. Jack, whatever his name is, Mr. Jack Twitter, he could, he could deal with them. Okay? If they got Trump the fuck off out of Twitter, he could get all y'all niggas off of Twitter, too. With a snap. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's like how they banded in Nigeria. Damn right. Well, that's more... I feel like... I feel like that's more like um, media suppression, but that's a whole different that's true. topic for a whole different day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah. Oh, man. But yes, let's begin. Oh, man. We have, a, we have a bunch to run through, so let's, let's get started. Okay. So our first topic, uh, ladies, you're going to love this one. Our first topic is $200 dates. Oh, now we're gonna it go sounds around. wrong. Already, we're gonna go around and we're gonna just briefly talk about: Do we agree? Do we not agree? What is this? And and why do you feel like this topic should just die? Well, Simone, yes, go first, please. I was just gonna say, I feel like why do we put a number on on the dates? Mm. Whether or not you want to drop five dollars or five hundred dollars is your business. You're paying. So like you like you're paying. Let's just be let's be clear. Well, who's paying? The the man or who I will say the man or whoever initiated. Let's go on this date. I will say That's that. That's what. Let's, yeah, let's take away the gender role here. So Thank I will you. say yep. that whoever initiated. Hey, I want to hang out with you. Let's go here. 
you should be the one paying, let's be honest. But let's also look at the fact that like when you traditionally, and I will say I am old school, and this actually is the topic that really I think was the one that like started my own riff and why I even started Bonnet and D-Rags <laughs> because I was saying that like I really do think that like men should be courting women or you know mm-hmm. whatever your situation is um and and it's it's true because it's like once what men do, some men don't realize is that we want to be courted because that really shows us that you are interested in us getting interested in getting to know us value us all of the above it's not to say that we aren't going to spoil you or take care of you or do or or take you out and treat you in the future. But just how the dating scene is set up, that's what, at least as a woman, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I've looked for. And, it, and what I have been raised on is my dad telling me like, don't ever go on a date without having your own cash because you never know. You never and know. that has happened before. I've shown up on dates. Like literally I've been to the movies, was asked to go to the movies and the guy shows up to the ticket booth and says, yeah, uh, one for Avengers. It's like, oh, who yeah. asked who out? Wait a minute. And he asked me out. So no, wait a minute. No, one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why wow. it's like, you're like, I feel like we get so caught up on like, the, the pricing and the price doesn't matter because what also people need to realize too is it's the thought and the, the attention to detail that counts. Like if you tell me like, hey, let's have a picnic in Brooklyn Bridge Park. We can go get $7 chopped cheese at the bodega and get like a, a little mini bottle and some juice and have a nice little vibe. How much did that cost you collectively? Maybe $20, $30? Like, I, and, I, and I can't speak for everybody. Some women may want the, okay, you need to take me to Peter Luger, first date, whatever. Those mm. things are nice, but I think I'm a, a simple woman. I don't, I'm not looking for those things immediately. If, you, if that's how you come in, amazing. I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna get cute. But I think people just get too caught up on like how much a date costs and and all of that. So that's why I'm like, can we just please put the $200 dates to rest and let's actually refocus the conversation on how we're showing up to create intentional dates for these people that we're interested in. I agree. I thought some Rovi, do you have, I mean, you're, you've taken any thoughts out of my mouth, but Rovi, you could chime in. Yeah, I align with uh, what Simone is saying. Um, and <laughs> in a traditional sense, yeah, you know, I grew up with whoever asked out, you know, um, pays or treats for the date like you know um however for me i've gone through the struggle uh era of my time and trying to be um uh what's the word understanding you know doing the cute little picnic dates and trying to understand you know somebody else's financial status but right now i'm in a frame of mind where you have to spend it all on me yes bring it yep I, I will place a monetary value on this. I'll be the devil's advocate. I've struggled trying to be with the come up, you know, the same, you know, ask me out on a date and then I had to go Dutch without knowing or even pay for the whole date Yikes. or even pick up said dude for date, even though he asked me, you know. So mm. right now I am reclaiming my time and saying, yes, I want to go to breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Take me the sandals. I deserve to be treated well at this moment in my life. This is where I am. This is this is what I am gravitating towards. And this is what my energy is bringing. And my thing is, if I can do it for myself, you should be able to do it for me as well, too. I completely agree with that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Reclaim your time. Reclaim your dime. 
Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> all right, chocolate you say. That's called merch. That is called merch <laughs> that alert. Is all right. Merch. <laughs> that is on a <laughs> Reclaim your dimes. Yeah, no, uh so I agree, all of the above. For me, <laughs> um two hundred dollar dates, like two hundred dollars is not a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, it must be the working person in me. But 200 ain't that much. And mind you, I'm probably eating the majority of that 200 because man's can eat. So um, <laughs> most of the people I've gone out with, you know, their appetites. Are, I mean, granted, most of these bills are the drinks. Let's be honest. So it's like. That's what, yeah. drives, that's what oh, somebody, that's what, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's fine. No, no. I was just going to say, that's one thing adulting didn't tell you is that when you go out to a restaurant, especially like when you first turn 21, you're like, oh, I need to get a drink. That's what takes your bill from a $50 meal to $175 because now yep. between the two of you, you've had a round of three drinks and it's and they're, they're super expensive and you, you're you not really that, you're not going to really- It's better to buy the bottle. Exactly. So like, yeah, I just- I just Or a life that. hack. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> buy a bottle of wine instead buy of- Buy a bottle. Buy a bottle. All right. Yep. Fair, or 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 drink before you get there. That's just me. Maybe okay. maybe not. Yeah. You gotta pull up, pull up in the car, have your little, you know, your little fifth, take a little swig, and then go right in. Yeah. My motto is frugal and fabulous. Okay. <laughs> Don't <laughs> get it twisted. <laughs> you gotta be writing these down. So gotta write these down oh, because Lord. I got gems. Uh, I got gems. But um, <laughs> chocolate douce. Have you been taken out on a more than two hundred dollar date by? Someone? The answer is, I believe I have. Uh, it was a while ago. That's sad. But the thing is, it's like, I don't, like, I'm usually prone to, as a guy, I'm usually prone to grab my wallet at first. And I don't mind, so to speak, right? If the woman decides to offer, then I'd appreciate that. But I'm never going to be doing the invisible pat down mm -hmm. on some, oh, Ooh, shit. Ooh, like, I, oh, oh. Right. Ooh, I, I left my I left my life at home. Oh no. How am I supposed to Oh girl, well I, I gotta work on that. Right. I seen your wallet. Oh you got this. Like uh, you know. I just sit and I, I do the Martin hand roll. Like, <laughs> so what's next? Uh -huh. Dessert? <laughs> Not dessert. <laughs> but yeah, no, two hundred dollar dates or whatever amount. I mean the thing is I also feel that men are so caught up with the fact that um, when it comes to investing in someone, they get caught up in the monetary investment and they don't yeah. get involved. Mm -hmm. They don't get caught up with the time investment, all these other things. Like they um, prioritize money as more important in time and energy and all these things. So this is why certain people get caught up with the dollar amount. Cause it's like, yo, I spent all this money on you and mm -hmm. ABC. And yeah. it's like, well, what about, right. What about, I should be getting this from you. Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. Because we Dessert. because we treat dating transactionally instead of it being Why? more of a connection. Well, I don't know, girl. Why transactional. That That's... we we need to unpack that. Why is dating for men transactional versus intentional or or based on connectedness? And I learned this. I learned this back in the day where I thought buying a girl a drink at the club equated to them like giving me their time. And the answer is that's not how it works. That is never how it works. That is roulette for you, honey. I'm sorry. Right, because at the end of the day, they get the drink, and then I'm standing at the bar. Like, all right, see you. And you gotta you gotta pay for the French drink. Right. So it's just like why why am I buy? I don't mind buying someone a drink, but it's just like all right, I bought you a drink. Now I need you the whole night. 
Mind you, it's not even like, oh, just a couple no, minutes. No, no. It's like, I bought you this one week-ass drink for sixty for $30. Now I own you for the whole evening. <laughs> like, Are you yep. on the ball? Remember he made that like song on Comic <laughs> Do y'all remember that? Which what song? It was to it was like to the beat of music soul, soul child song. He was like, "Bitch, you are my girlfriend." Oh my do you guys yes, I do, I do, I do remember that. Yes. I do. That used to have me tickled. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I look a little bit. I, I don't think I. I'm gonna drop that. a link. I'm gonna drop a link. Either way, me. life BC was very problematic, and I don't want to go back there. So, <laughs> here we are. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my stance on that. Um, I don't want to hear about two hundred dollar dates or three hundred or four hundred. Just at the end of the day, you should afford to go on a date. Like, don't go on a date being old brokey and exactly. start complaining about the bill. Don't do that. Exactly. Or just, exactly, and I never look at the bill. Oh, we know. Oh, we know. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh. Your fingers should. I not never. My fingers do not touch that little bill clip. You should not be touching. The, the I shouldn't at all, but I do want to circle back on the brokey thing though. What about yes. if a guy asks you to pay tip? How about that? Oh, let's not get into the like, tip topic. Oh my goodness. Okay, all right. We only have it's some dead. time. I'm dead. It. I'm sorry. Dead. We sorry. can save that for a part. Tangent. Nine. We can save that for a part nine of this conversation. But let's let's <laughs> let's not. Let's not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because some bad. niggas don't even know how to calculate tip, much less paid. So let's. All right. Let's. Oops. We're not mathematicians out here, so let's not even go there, okay? And by niggas, I mean myself. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I know how to calculate let me, 15%. Let me just say something real quick about the tips, though. Sorry. All right, go this on. This story just popped in my head. All right, so it was a family dinner, and the father of the girl paid in full for the, di- for the dinner and whatever for everybody that was sitting there. And he also paid the tip, right? So the boyfriend of the girlfriend decided to go back into the the like um, wallet where the tip was left, took out the twenty dollar bill, uh, put down a ten, and kept the twenty. I seen it with my own eyes, and I was like, "Oh, with your father? This is this is what you're bringing home and complaining about date night, and you just ate a whole meal, a smorgasbord for free." Mm-hmm. And you Wait, still... so the man was complaining. The man he just took the tip and was saying, um, you know, he didn't have to pay for anything, but he wanted to put in a tip, but decided to not give the full fledged tip to the waitress. Mm. So, man's is a criminal, in other words. Basically, he committed a felony. I, I I'm going to call it a felony, even if. It's and not. I, I don't think he does two two hundred dollar dates, but clearly, you know, that's just. That's just my he, he perspective. Can't, he can't even do twenty dollar tips. So <laughs> there we are. <laughs> man, oh, yikes! Man. And some of these men are still. We don't still... know everyone's financial situation, but uh, I suppose. Yeah, but if that's the if that's the case, leave the twenty alone. Why are you even going in the you know the tip wallet to change the twenty? Yeah. Right, it's not his money. It's... it's not his money. That's on top yeah. of that. So he's he stole ten dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's what I said. A crook. Yes, a criminal. This is why I called him a, a felon. Um, Officer, right there. He's right there. <laughs> yes, being fiscally challenged is a, um, a very sad condition to have. And, it is. You know, it some, is. Some t- sometimes it doesn't have a cure. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of restaurants, uh, let's go th- through this real quick. So splitting the bill. Um, I mean, we briefly touched on this, like going Dutch or whatever. The case On purpose? I, I, I don't... 
I don't know. I, I mean, splitting the bill, either 50-50 or, or full. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. It could be anything. Just splitting anything. Um, gotcha. Uh, it depends. It rent? depends on the conversation. You mean rent? Oh no, we've had this conversation on this podcast a long time ago about splitting rent. And uh, shout outs to Miss Walker. Uh, her hard stance is, I'm not splitting a rent with no nigga, nan nigga, none nigga. And um, I hear her, I feel her. Um, but it's just like at the end of the day, if you want a roof over your head, at least, at least, all right. I mean, I guess for men and women, whatever. It's like if the man pays all the rent, then at least. As the woman, I guess you pay the electricity bill. Or That's what I was going to say. Like, if, if the man insists on play, paying the rent, like, okay, <laughs> let me hold down the utilities. Let me pay for Wi-Fi, electricity, right. groceries. Like, that's, that's, to, to create some kind of contribution. But that, That's logical. Yeah, yeah. Is it logical? Because some people out here are going half on half. I mean, I... I think if I were to move in with my significant other, my expectation would be that we're splitting it. Because mm. it's like we moving in together. Like you, one, would think, one would think. That was sweet. I mean, what? I'm just I like I guess that's just maybe my mentality. It's like, okay, we split in. But if he's like, nah, babe, I got this, I'm like, I'm the same place. Find oh, me, that's, that's, find me find the one. one. Also that. Also find that. me the one that's saying that. <laughs> it's giving me Ooh. Everything right now. It's, yeah, it's giving me echo, echo, echo. Giving <laughs> <laughs> you silence. Uh, right, a moment of silence because uh, I, I don't know any man's that is willingly offer. Yo, babes, yo, this two G rent. I got this, yo. All you gotta I mean, do. There's is, some men that are like that though. I was where, just about to say that. They're where they at though? Where they at though? Because they're not talking on the timeline. Because they ain't got to talk. Right. Because so. right. they don't want their mentions in shambles. That's why. All right. Well. Shout outs to the men that are willing to pay the full rent. I mean, are, are you willing to pay the full rent? I am no. willing to pay the. I am willing to pay the full rent if the rent is and utilities uh, at a certain budget and <laughs> budget. What budget. is that? It's what's, called budget. What is budget? What's budget? You don't have a budget. We don't have budgets. You think men's are not allowed a budget? Well, baby, come on now. I have other expenditures. Expenditures too, like. I mean, if I'm paying, two, let's say, two racks for an uh, apartment or whatever the case would be, then, uh, you know, I would have to make sure that it fits within my budget. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. That logically makes sense. I'm not going to just spend two bands every month and then I can't even, you know, yeah, order you some... Yeah, yourself, yeah. Yeah, I can't order Uber Eats for us because, well, all my money's gone to rent, the yeah. roof. You know what I mean? Well, that's because you also... Lit- you have to live within your means too. That's another thing that I think people like mess up when it comes to dating and relationships. It's like, they're trying doing all of this extra work to try to impress someone live within your means. If you can't, if you can't take me to catch steak, don't sit here and like take out money from your life savings and your 401k Mm. and then (laughs) and be like, Oh, well I can only order X, Y, Z. Cause I've been on a date before where I mm-hmm. like you know took me out and was like literally like, trying to wine and dine me but he ordered like a little like appetizer and was like oh but you can get whatever you want and in the moment I'm like okay thank you and then when I came home and talked to my mom about it she was like girl he had no money. your mother put mothers always put you in check right. and, you know, I, was, I, I was in high school so I'm like oh he cared about me she was like girl he was broke that's why he exactly <laughs> And I and I think that like in that moment I was like, oh that's so sweet and so cute. But then as I look back on it ten years later now, I'm like, 
Uh uh-uh live within your means don't like I didn't ask you to do that like I think that like when you're with someone you really care about them you shouldn't want them to struggle and suffer like you know like that's just like that to me just gives weird vibes so it's like I'm not gonna put my man through a situation where it's like okay you gotta handle rent utilities car note everything and I'm just gonna sit here sit back and relax like that's not partnership that's not giving partnership that's not giving equity so for some that is the life it's not fair. That's definitely but, the life. Maybe, I, I, they date a I think that's the life. Maybe they date a scammer or a doctor. That like everyone's again, everyone's financial situation is different. Of course. Um, and of course, you know, we all wanna wanna date some money with some money so we can be mood. comfortable. Oh mood. Me. Yeah, me. like who wouldn't want that? Kim Kardashian like, me. Let's be okay? realistic. You know Kim Kardashian you. Right. I will call myself Kim Vim J, if I have to. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what you got to do for that. What? Right. Chocolate Douce to the <laughs> rescue, huh? Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, she's on the market, so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of dates, so the next topic here is sex on the first date. Now, I don't know why this is a hot topic still in the year yeah, of 2021, but we're all adults, and I feel like if you have it, you have it, and if you don't, then that's fine. But it shouldn't be an expectation. It should just be something that happens organically. Then again, these days, you don't know who to trust. So it's very shaky. Uh, um, man, you could catch COVID in these streets. Right. Uh, <laughs> life, life BC, maybe that was acceptable. But now you can uh, catch You got to be extra cautious now. Word, you got to be well, you, cautious. As you can see, people on the timeline are not cautious. I don't see videos in the last 24 hours of these men's wilding out in clubs and yeah. functions. I don't know if you've seen the one with the where he was like wrapping the girl's hair around mm-hmm, his head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thrusting her. And then there was another one where I saw where they were in Atlanta and it was like he literally was having sex with his, with their clothes on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like... Because they've been trapped. I was just going to say, like, out. Yeah. It, it literally is like men have not seen women in ages and they're just like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, please, let's, let's go back inside. Let's recenter. The gag is, this has been happening before the pandemic. So this is nothing new. It's just been ramped up. We're just like, it's a shock value of like, oh my God, outside's really open. Oh my God, he just did that? Like what? Right. Yeah. No. But yeah, no, if you want to have sex on the first date, go for it. I mean, I mean, well, be obviously cautious and careful. Have you, have you done that? Yes. So I, like around the time when that happened, Tinder, it was when Tinder first came out. The, the golden ages of dating, when dating, when online dating apps were fresh and new and fun. Like 2014. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then it went downhill from there. But, <laughs> but in the golden ages of dating apps, yes, I would, um, I remember a date that I went on for the first time and we had sex the same day. And that's because, you know, the girl knew what she wanted. So it wasn't, there wasn't any confusion. There wasn't any mixed messages. It was just like, hey, I want to go out. I want to have a good time. I want to take a guy home. Do it. Do what it do. And I was fine with that because at the end of the day, you know, we were just like having fun, get to know each other. It, it was, was mutually exclusive. It was yeah. it was fresh just to like meet someone off of that app. That's when it was like very mysterious and very like you know risque but fun and safe in a way. I don't know how it is now. I mean, the apps the apps is a is a is a dangerous place. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, back in the day, it used to be actually fun. So. What what are y'all stances? Agreed. Like like what you were saying, yeah. If you if you feel moved to it and it's mutually exclusive, 
why not like i'm not judging that i've only had an experience like that once in my life um was it good um it was cool and then a week later <laughs> and then he had a girlfriend so i was like okay. you know what it, it, this <laughs> sounds sad to me because i'm on the the opposite side big time judgment because i haven't done it maybe because i haven't found someone that moved me uh-huh. to remove these um uh curtains from my nether region to actually want to do them on the first date because you know for me i guess it's 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 more intellectual i guess that's just for me i haven't found maybe if i found the guy if he just wants to come and take me on a date and it's our first date and he wants to pipe me then maybe that's cool but in normal everyday day-to-day life i haven't found the guy that that Thank you. Rocks my, my world for that. Yeah, it just keeps exactly. the juices flowing. Yeah. I haven't found one that it takes time to, to work the engine. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. So I have to now send this episode to Idris again and him not reply to me again because you shouted <laughs> I mean, him out he's a fantasy. Let me tell you something. Again. He gets a fantasy. If he's in my face, I will probably do nothing. Like zero. <laughs> I'll just like, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's just me. <laughs> but it's just a fantasy. Just a fantasy. All right, fair enough. I, I talk a lot of smack. Well, as we said in the previous episode, Idris, Idris, Alba, you know? Idris. Not, not Idris, but Idris-ish. Idris. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. So someone equivalent to Idris, but not so much? <laughs> you know, my flavors change day to day, so. Well, then you need someone to <laughs> keep up with your flavors, because I don't Okay. Whatever that means. But... <laughs> No, I haven't had the the joys of experiencing first date, um, what you call it, sex. And the last guy that I spoke to, I actually made him wait eight months. I think that actually turned me on more, Mm. just dangling the carrot in front of him. You're a control, you're a control top, I see. All right. Well, that's a different topic for a different day. All right. But yeah, one day, one day. Fair enough. Good. All right, next topic. Um, Not fear, chocolate say. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> your your standards, your rules. That's all I got for you. That's that, and that's the important takeaway. Whatever the standards is for whoever, you know, just respect it and move forward. There's plenty of tuna fish in the can, I guess. I don't know. Oh, whatever, my God. Whatever that means. That, that, ooh. That sounded like a dad. <laughs> that was a bad visual. I couldn't. <laughs> Y'all don't like tuna fish? Wow. Wow. That, no, no. Respect no. your roots, okay? Respect your roots, okay? <laughs> uh, I will take a sip. All right. <laughs> the next topic we have here is baby daddies versus baby mamas. Um, I guess at this point, who's the worst? Who's the better? I don't I don't really know oh. why this is a... a I, look. Is there a scale? I, I don't know if there's a scale, but... Um, I mean, the topic does pop up every so often where it's like, oh, baby mamas be doing the most for baby daddies and shit. Mm. And it's just like, just like people don't know how to co-parent, right? Because they don't focus Mm. on the kid. They focus on dealing with the other person. Right. And then the other person makes it very difficult to deal with their kid because they're mad at the other person. Mm -hmm. Right. But I don't know. Underlying issues. Yeah. I I don't know who's the more pettier of the two. I don't know if baby baby daddies are more pettier than baby mamas, vice versa. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I can't even speak on it. I'm not a baby mama. I don't have a baby daddy. 
So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mm. think that both, um, when they're emotionally immature, they're, they're mm. just childish. So like you were saying, like, it, it, I don't think there's one that's more petty or less petty. Um, I just think that like, instead of like them focusing on like what their dynamic was and how they're gonna do this to make this person mad or whatever, like focus on co-parenting, creating a healthy co-parenting situation for the betterment of your child. Because what ends up happening is the child, like all of those things that you are showcasing and then the anger you take out on your child that sticks with them and that's how you create trauma so it's like yep i, I just need that's so true i need these baby mamas and these baby daddies to, to do some healing work and figure it out because we the babies don't deserve that at all or if you're not so going to put in that work then put a couple of dollars aside for therapy in the future like a therapy right. fund you know right. what i mean right. it's exactly. like yo i know i'm fucked up and you fucked up too but our kids are going to be big fucked up. So let's just put it in like $20 a month yeah, yeah. so they can afford yeah. therapy down the road because exactly. they're going to need it. Yeah. And I have faith in our generation. I feel like we're the generation that's really changing that for, for the future children. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm, I'm excited to see that. And I had even tweeted yesterday that I feel like TikTok teaches me more about parenting. And I don't even have because <laughs> I'm always TikTok of like parents like, this is the breathing work that I do with my child and I'm telling them this and that and I'm like where where was this at when my parents were trying to figure out how to be parents like Man, I love them nowhere. to death love them but the 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 generational parenting the generational black parenting mm. there there are idioms there are experiences that we all ha- have had that I know that if we said it right now we're like oh my gosh my mom used to say that yeah my dad definitely did that oh my grandma too so <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's time to break that generational trauma. Yeah, I, I've tried introducing my mom to therapy, and she swatted it away in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so, um, yes, Jesus is her therapist. She doesn't need anyone else. <laughs> so it's like, all right, mom. Uh-huh. A- amen. Hallelujah. What can I do? <laughs> but I need a paid professional. <laughs> I need someone uh-huh. I can pay, not in tithes, but in coins. Because yeah. oh lord, my mental, <laughs> uh, yeah. But hey, it is what it is. Everyone is happy and we're healthy. You can have both, but uh, no, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's happy and healthy, so whoops am I to complain? Right. And that's the end of that. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of children, so uh, child support. Uh, Once again, we're not parents here, but uh, the hot take on child support is whether it should be paid or not, or, or whether, you know, like how much of the percent is paid or how is child support used when it comes to kids. Um, I, I guess the old trope is that, yo, I pay child support and then my baby mama use it for her nails and hair. And it's just like, I, yeah. I, I don't well, know. That's, what, yeah, that's yeah. not okay. I don't, yeah. Is that still happening <laughs> now? I thought child support I, use, they use a card now or something, like a debit uh, card or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 am, I don't know either. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a parent. I don't. I'm not, yeah. I, I they, can't speak about do, this. Yeah. Yeah. If they do use a card, that's amazing because then it, it puts restrictions. So now you're not you know, cashing out a check and, and spending it on your your vacation with whoever or like getting your nails done, whatever. Um, I think there's one thing that like my dad always says, it's obviously an old joke, but he's like, it's cheaper to keep her. And like, it that is true because mm-hmm. it's like, if you treat her right and you take care of your family at home, you don't have to worry about 80% of your check going toward child support, you know? So mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not I'm not a parent. I do think that like when we think about child support and whether or not it should be paid, 
Absolutely, it should be paid. But I think that if you, if we go back to the co-parenting, mm-hmm. you figured out a healthy co-parenting situation, you won't, your ass won't be taking the court to be paying no child support. You can figure out some sort of agreement with your, your, um, the child, the parent of your child, whether it's the mom or the dad. Like, it could be a okay. Well, I'm gonna give so and so a two hundred dollar allowance every week or what or something. You know, like yeah. I think I think when you get into the point, get to the point of like. Oh, I'm taking your child support. You're you're at your wit's end. So it, that should be the case. It should be a last resort. Yeah. But people, it's like they use that card automatically, just yeah. straightforward. Like, nah, child support. You got to pay me your wages. And yeah. also, the argument sometimes I see is, oh well, you know, if you paying for child support or you taking care of your baby, then you should be taking care of me because I'm the mother. And so, I don't know shenanigans i don't know where people are coming up with these theories where it's like oh you got in order to take care of your child you also got to take care of me because i'm taking care of your child so without me your child can't be taken care of yeah maybe i'm making it up i hear that you're not you're not making it up there's some i think even some women who are just like um not satisfied even with what the amount that they get in the first place you know and i think that's where a lot of the um the discord comes in because let's say there's a payment plan and the child's father is giving a certain amount of money per month and that's unrecorded money of course and then all of a sudden he does something like get a girlfriend and that you know that is like a catalyst to whatever mm-hmm. previous relationship that they had and makes her you know just bitter and have animosity towards yeah. him and the relationship and then puts him on child support. So yeah. he has a double-edged sword to pay back child support and still took out previous monies that was unrecorded uh, from what happened in the past. So a lot of, I, I mean, this is just things that I've seen and I've, I've observed that, you know, it could it can be potentially a bad situation for the father. I haven't seen you know, in, in my generation and my timeline and my circle of friends, a dad putting a mom on child support in that regard. But I don't think that the consequences would be the same. So if the mom was trying to give some money, I rarely see a guy taking a mother to for child support. You I, know what I mean? I don't even, is that a myth? Is that a, is that, I've never heard of that in my life. I, I, I've heard this like support where the woman, if she's making more and the father is, is prominent in the child's life i've heard like one or two that's like in the media but this is white people of course but i've never <laughs> seen it i've never seen it you know in my circle in our community uh, in, right yeah. you know yeah. i haven't i haven't seen any of that but you know it, it it i don't know if there's a score to keep up who's good or who's bad who's worse who's better but it's individualized you gotta know First of all, who you are going to have a child with. That is the most important. Yeah. (laughs) You got to make sure you know who you're having a child with. Like, seriously know them. Not know, oh, yeah, I think you're cute. Like, know know them. Because anything, any little thing could trigger or ignite a response that might not be, you know, in line with your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then all of a sudden you're taking this girl out on a $200 date. You're not even splitting the bill. And then you have sex on the first date, have a kid. And then is now a baby mama versus baby daddy when y'all realize y'all not <laughs> good together. And then somebody's paying child support and now y'all having this whole argument. Yeah. 
Exactly. You see how I wrapped all well, the first I, topics I together? Look how God got you. Look see, how God, God got you. Got you. <laughs> you see what I mean? That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> bringing it all full circle. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, at the end of the day, take care of your children and do better. Yes. For all please. the parents out there listening. <laughs> that's, that's really what it comes down to. All right, let's go to the next topic. Um, uh, one, one here is HBCUs versus privately white, predominantly white institutions. Uh, I, what's better? I guess which one is better or which one is your preference? I mean, I went to a predominantly white institution. Well, actually, predominantly enough. And I turned <laughs> No, it was. It was. Ouch. It was. Okay. I only say that because my dream school was LSU. I so wanted to go there so badly. I wanted the experience at a black college. I watched a different world. I was just about I to say that. Do I was just about to say that. You that know I it's not there. a different world. You know it's not. I was going to do everything I said there. They gave me a scholarship. I didn't have to pay any college fee. And the first thing my mom said was, you're not going to the South to be in a swamp. I said, Mom. That's offensive. Mind you, I was 17 at the time. So she wasn't trying to, you know, talk bad. But she's like, no child of mine is moving from New York all the way down there for nothing. I ended up Mm. at a PWI. Um, It was actually a very great school because... um, Shout out to Binghamton University. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually a plethora of everybody from New York City that decided to go to school upstate. That's so awesome. it, was, it wasn't too bad for me. My experience was good. Classes were good. I still felt like I got the college experience. Moved off campus, did everything. You know, I felt like everything was still there, but I would have liked to experience being, you know, HBCU. Now let me ask you, what year? If you don't mind me asking, what year did you graduate? Oh seven. Oh okay, because I remember I've had a couple of like crazy nights in Bing. Where? Where'd you go? Because I I lived around the corner from the ice house. (laughs) I used to. I don't don't know the ice house is. I used to go up there to go to um, Pretty Nasty, and I think. Oh. 2013. It was the year that Mimi and Nico like had their sex tape and they put it out. Oh lord! And so we were at some venue and they were playing the sex tape on the screen. They were giving out chicken wings. It was just wild. It had to be the townies. Had to be the townies. Now y'all, now y'all swapping war stories. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know my. It's a party. It's a party college. It's a party. I mean, I know. So is New Albany. I mean, I didn't go to New Albany, but I was down the street from it. That was a party school. Like, like what you're saying, like, you know, going upstate, there's a whole bunch of city kids that migrate to these like big SUNY schools in Binghamton, Buffalo, New Albany. You know, you, you went to Buffalo? No, I went to New Paltz. New Paltz. Oh, he, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if, well, I think that's a smaller SUNY, but. Yeah, it's a small, it, it was the hottest, <laughs> the hottest small state school of its time. No, no, okay? no. I wasn't trying to say that to be shady. Oh, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm not like repping New Paltz. I'm just saying that's according to their pamphlets. It was the hottest small one. No, girl, I don't care about no New Paltz. Whatever. I did my time. I'm, no, I'm I like New Paltz. I got New Paltz, but I was like. Mm, so no. did I, but I said no. 
And then you end up at Bing. <sighs> it's the number one premier uh, SUNY public. Uh, according to you uh, or according to the pamphlet? <laughs> according to everything. <laughs> Sounds like but, you know, I, if, if I had a choice, I, I would have gone to HPCU. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to uh, counter argue that. I don't I don't think I would go to HBCU. I think it I think it would be a great experience, not saying that it isn't. But mm-hmm. I think that like what I was looking for in a school might have been at a PWI. I think it's just more it was that it was at maybe like a a USC or an LSU or you know, like I just where I went to school is like a very, very small private college. And I just look back on like, you know, my my college career and I'm just like, man, I wish I knew about all these like cool internships. Like I wish, like I feel like people who went to big schools that were well-connected were able to like spend a summer in LA working for Rock Nation as a- That's so true. And you know, like I I didn't get that experience. And I mean, I don't know, um, I don't know if student school experiences were like that either, but like, I feel like- It was kind of similar. Well, I don't know about New Pulse, not to bring any shade. I'm not shading it. I'm just saying, I don't know. Whenever I had my resume and if I, when I came back down into New York, they'd be like, oh, you went to Binghamton. Even to this day, if they're looking at my resume, oh, you went to Binghamton. That's a really smart school. I'm like, oh, well, well, okay. It's, it's following me. So it's doing some good that I went You went to an HWCU. Let's be honest. Oh, I mean, I don't know what kind of hybrid he he made, but historically white, uh, college. (laughs) So what's New Pulse? Okay, oh no no me... oh no! New All is, of these damn uh, colleges are right. HWC, <laughs> region or in that mid section. Like uh, you know, like all of these schools are are primarily white. But right, I mean, I think I was spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for I mean, me, I don't. These are, are cool. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. Should, I don't think it should be a versus. I think that you. Can... It shouldn't. You think yeah, it, should? it shouldn't? Oh, oh, it shouldn't. Okay, yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, I feel like your college experience is your college experience, like. Right. You can visit both schools and or both types of schools and enjoy it, but I, 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 I didn't yeah. I didn't graduate feeling like damn I should have went to Howard. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that way either. You know, I didn't feel that way like, afterwards. Like I'm, I'm after I went through the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think, after I went through the process, yep. I yeah. I think I mean I kind of appreciate the school I went to only because I feel like it it was more of an effort to like get to know the people of color on campus. You know what I mean? And I feel like that might've been lost in the HBCU. Like, you know, the fact that we were in a predominantly white, you know, school and like we had a closer connection with like the black, Mm -hmm. the black students, the Latino students and all that stuff. And we were able to like come together and make it lit. I think that was actually more special for me than if I I were to be in like a, like a HBCU and, it could have potentially just been, yeah, like we're all in solidarity, it's all together. I don't really know how the mm-hmm. demographic of those type of schools are, but I feel like, you know, I would have taken it more for granted. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, maybe you would have connected more on like an interest-based level. Like mm-hmm. if you want to be a part of the marching band or if you want to be a stepper or if you want to be a part of Divine Nine, like that's also oh, no, something no, I can't no, speak no, on. No, like, not me, nope. I'm, I'm not in a for, uh, sorority. Uh, um, so. No offense to the to the divine clan, but not me. No, no, yeah. not my ministry. <laughs> no, thank you. I lost. I it. still, I still want to go to HSBC. I'm sorry, never, HBC. Never too late, sis. For me, never, uh, never but too late. no, I'm saying Re- I wanted mm-hmm. to do the fish fry Fridays, the gospel Sundays, yeah, 
I wanted to do all of that, you know, collectively with the community of black people. Like I was a part of BSU on my campus and we did incorporate those things, but it was just, that's still small intersection of us. I wanted to feel the power of the voices. I wanted to feel the marching band. I wanted a homecoming. A real homecoming. You want the backs to... of the bear. <laughs> right? I know. I feel like I want, if anything, I would have wanted my college experience to be like drumline. Like drumline. Yes. Drumline. All of all of those oh. schools. Stomp the yard minus yes. the legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. Yeah, that's funny, when I was like, ooh, that would be great. Funny enough, my school had to make up its own homecoming because we didn't have one. Um, we made up like a homecoming style event, which was kind of dope well, for what good. it was, Aww. because we didn't have that type of culture. So I mean, it was dope, see. But stuff like that, we couldn't get creative if we went to an HBC. Like we had it, but we had to make it, and yeah, that's what made right. it more special. You know what I mean? Right. So either day, either way, uh, whatever type of school you prefer, as long as you get an education and exactly. get a right. degree that will get you that. Don't job fail that out. You possibly yeah, because right. loans are crazy. No matter, what, no matter what school you go to, them loans still hit. Right. That's matter. true. Black school, white school, you still got to pay mad green. Boom. Colors. There it is. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. Oh, this is going to be a fun next couple ones. Um, who comes first? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, who comes first? Wife, mother, baby mother, or daughter? Okay, this is not where I thought you were going, and I already—I thought something else too. Yeah, oh, what, what did I already y'all... have an answer ready. So oh, y'all nasty. It. Okay, ow. You the one that's spitting up. Oh, <laughs> y'all nasty. <laughs> Go ahead. The no, emphasis. um, no, <laughs> y'all silly. So you said wife, mother, and who else? Wife, mother, daughter. baby mother, or daughter, or yeah. So who so comes? Wife- Mother, baby do- baby mother. Or daughter. Who comes first? Daughter. I guess in the sense of priority. I, yeah. For me, it's mama. Sorry. I mean, I'm not a, I am a mother's boy, but I don't know. Wh- whatever. I don't have a wife and I don't have a baby so mother or daughter. So if you did have a wife, let's say you got married, right? Then my wife comes and first. And you have a child. Okay. All right. My, so no, but then shifts. my daughter should come. Look, everyone's important, son. Like, this, t- so this topic shit. is so dumb. You're, you're literally... Okay, all right. Let's set the scene. You're in the ocean. Oh, you're no. In the ocean. <laughs> no. And everybody <laughs> is like, oh, my God. A million dollars. Tuesday. That's the answer. That's yeah. Like, oh. who are you going for first? Who are you going to save? Yeah. Or, well, I, I like that baby mom or, is not even um, let's not a part it. of the, the conversation. Well, I would want to save my daughter because more than likely they can't swim. So... Yeah. yeah, I want to save my daughter. But at the same time, it's like, why? I think what it is is that people people prioritize the value between these different people, but they don't treat them in that value, right? So it's like, yeah, you put your your mom over your wife or your wife or your mom or daughter or whatever, da, da, da. but at the end of the day, it's like if you were not treating that person in that level of priority, respectfully, that it's just like, you're just causing a lot of strife. Yeah. It's it's hard. Like I, I don't want to be in a situation where all four of these people are of dangling off of a mountain. I gotta of choose course. one. Like, yeah. Man, first of all, why are we all on a mountain? First and foremost, let's ask the real questions. Why are we all dangling off of a mountain? And why do, is am I the only person there? I'm the only man that can save their life. Nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Nah, we, uh, yeah. Like, I who, mean, if it's 
if it, the roles are reversed and it's like father, baby daddy, husband, son, I'm, I'm choosing my son. I know I've seen like arguments about this before and some people would say that they would choose like, well, I guess in this case, wife or baby mama, whoever you have relations with at that point, right. um, because they're like, oh, okay, well, if your child dies, you can just make another one. But it's like- But that's not how well, that works. Right. And it's like, <laughs> children are not disposable. Right, right. Like you're you're just not just like ah okay, they're gone. Let's make another one. Like no, like I, like this is the person that I created. I'm like mm. you know like that, and and I know and I, I kind of feel like my my parents would probably feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm now I'm gonna call them and ask them, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like you're like your child. Like your that's your first thought. Like oh my gosh, my instinct is telling me. You're Let my me baby. see my child. Yeah, it's my baby. Yeah. Like, what? I guess the question is basically asking who you love the most. I mean, but it shouldn't have to be who you love them. I love, I should love all these people, says baby. But that's what that question poses. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. You're right, bro. It kind of does. It's, and that's, it's that's what the question poses. More than the other. It's that kind of love. Like, it's like you have love for each of them, but it just, it's different. It's right. Different. And until I have a child, I won't know what it's like to love a child. But from what I hear, it's like, it's like you unlock something completely right. out of this world, you know, so. Well, and, and that's the case that we need to sift love and priority because I could love you, but I could also prioritize someone else. And I think certain mm-hmm. people get offended when you, when that level of priority doesn't involve them and we need to make we need to do better at differentiating well certain people need to do better at differentiating that because yeah. there's no right answer to this you know what i'm saying yeah no there's not no there's, there, everyone has a preference some people will say oh my wife is more important or yeah. you know, my mother comes first or the mother of my daughter or the mother of my child is, is more this important. like a psychological testing question I, i'm trying to to figure it out because it the way the question is framed it's it's who do you love more at that present time, like right now, or in general, about like yeah, or in general, prioritizing who should I love more, or, or what this person did for me. Like right now, if you had to pick who, mm-hmm. and it, I think it's more of a, a priori- I think it's more of a priority like perspective, whereas like who who is more priority over the other. But look, man, whatever. Um, and you know, I think a, a lot of people are questioning daughter, son, you know. And also framing them as them being younger. What happens if you have a grown child? Yeah. Like a 30-year-old son or a 30-year-old daughter. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, who who, who would you pick? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I'm choosing the Lord. Let's continue, shall we? Because You're like, I'm just going to jump off the cliff. He's the, he's the one and only answer. You are the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> and let everybody else love. I'll just choose the Lord because... Can't, that, that's where you're going. Exactly. Can't, can't choose wrong when you choose him. You, somebody's going to get mad <laughs> at whatever answer you pick. Absolutely. Now, let, me, let me ask you, Chocolate, do you say, do you drive? I do drive, yes. So, because I've seen this video a couple months ago, too. You're in the car. Oh. Your wife and your mom show up. Passenger aside, they both holding on to it. And they're like, I'm sitting here. No, I'm sitting here. And they look at you and say, who can sit in the front? Who are you choosing? The answer is we're getting in an Uber. No more arguments. <laughs> no, no. Next question. Wrong because answer. I you shat. I sh- I'm not going to sit. You always run from the hard question. I am you not going to sit in the driver's seat. 
with my hand on the shift going into drive while my mother and my girlfriend are now scrapping on the outside. Someone has to get left. It's just nuts. Like, I mean, I would hope, honestly, I would hope, well, actually, no. Actually, I've been in a scenario, I know the answer, oh my gosh. I've been in a scenario where um, my girlfriend and my mom were in the same car and my mom sat in the back and my girlfriend sat in the front. And my mom had no problem with it. So boom, there's the answer. Girlfriend well, in the front. That's lovely. I'm so glad your mom did. Because your mom has, yeah, you know, grew up like that. My mother was just of, happy that her son was driving her somewhere. Like that. Huh? No, I said my, my mother was just happy her son was driving her somewhere. But yes, yeah. I know other mothers are very territorial with that. Very was territorial. Like, very oh, no, I need to be in the front seat. I need to be shotgun at all times with my baby. Mm-hmm. And just like, girl, please. Mm-hmm. I'm, like your, I'm like your mom. Like, just drive me. I don't want to. Drive. Right, I don't. I don't care. Wait, put me in a trunk. I don't care. I'm, drive, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I mean, if honestly, I would. I mean, and that goes to a bigger point. I would never want to be in a circumstance where my mother and my partner are at odds with each other. Yeah, yeah, they're Like, yeah. I mean, my my main standards is if you can't get along with my mom, and my mom gets along with literally everybody. If you can't get along with her, then girl, you're not the one. On to the next one. Yeah. I don't get the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing this. Who sits in the in the front seat? <laughs> fight <laughs> argument games. No, I, who got the time? Come on, people got things to do. Right. So um, that's that's that on that. Um, we actually answered a couple of other questions on this list, uh, such as if you had to save one, either your partner or your child, who would it be? Um, and then a weird question of who gets served first: your children or your husband or your wife? My children, let me, I'm just going to blanket answer all of them. Anything that has kids, <laughs> my babies. Are kids you kidding are me? first and foremost, yes. Yes, because also my grown-ass husband can get his ass up and make a plate. Not to say that I won't ever make you one, but it's like if it's whether I'm feeding my husband versus my children, feeding my children. Like, what? How dare you, Simone? That non-hardworking <laughs> man is sitting on his couch waiting to be served <laughs> because he doesn't deserve... And you're gonna serve your kids, the one that ain't got no job right. and paying no I, bills. I hope no one's listening to this right now and being like, "Uh-uh, how dare she?" Come on. You'd be surprised. You'd be <laughs> absolutely surprised. Okay, all right. Because well, people are on hashtag fuck them kids, and well, I, I, oh, right, and I'm like, you made them. I'm talking about some fuck them kids. <laughs> Those are your kids. kids. Oh, <laughs> look at the mirror. You did that. You <laughs> did that. Nobody asked you to do that. You did right. it. And why are you I mean? Now you want a TikTok where you doing that freaking wop dance with like seven boys behind you. This is your fault. Um, you did this. <laughs> Nobody else. So why are you complaining? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Let's get some to some other fun topics here. Uh, I don't know why this is on this list, but dinner with Jay-Z or 50, 50K? I hate this question. I don't know. I've I mean, never. We could, we could dead this. I don't even want to answer it. So at least in my <laughs> the time. answer is 50K. And if anyone chooses otherwise, you're dumb. I know. Ne- seriously, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to call somebody dumb, but I will say you will. have a conversation with Jay Z. Great, but you still are broke. So it's like, unless the conversation, unless it's a guaranteed, like, let's say the conversation is an informational interview to work with him then you have one shot and like that can be a life-changing opportunity. But if it's just so you can say that you rubbed shoulders with Sean Carter, 
It's not worth it. Give me the video game. I'm sorry. On social media standards, that's priceless. <laughs> okay? Because that shit's going to be in their bio. Yo, had Rock Nation brunch with Jay-Z 20, 2021. And that shit's going to be in their bio for nine years. They'll never let it go. It, it doesn't matter if, he, if you're not having a conversation about building and working together. Oh, believe me. I believe you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just injecting nigga logic uh-huh. into this. And I'm just letting you know that your argument, though according sound, is dumb. Okay? <laughs> yes, according to Nicolations, verse 9. Yeah, you talking that yeah yeah okay like uh, no, I love no, I'm, that. I'm taking so the 50k it. I'm investing it and Jay Z will be just fine without dinner with me right because now with the 50k I've made a company that has gotten Jay Z's attention and now he wants to buy me out and now I'm a millionaire so and that's the right that is the right answer on the board there it is <laughs> plus Jay Z got two kids he got a wife Jay Z ain't got, got top- three oh I'm sorry three. sorry he has three thrice. Children. We're not going to disrespect Beyonce, all right? Okay. He, yes. <laughs> Jay Z oh, and Beyonce have three children. Uh-huh. Jay Z ain't exactly. got time to have no dinner. He has other priorities. Oh. I think he has time for dinner, but I still wouldn't do it. With, with me? With TikTok moi? And, 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 wa- and let him watch my TikTok video and cash in on 50K. Sure. If, if, if that's the way you want to live your life, then fine. That's what's good. That's really that's the reality of what it is today. You on TikTok, you sample his song, you do a little video, a little skit, and boom, he reposts you. You already don't even have Instagram. You don't even have social yeah, media. Jesse's not on TikTok, so this <laughs> he's is not on your, your, your plan is not right. Well, either way, wow. Jay-Z's not wow. on social media, so your plan the, is not going to The work. point is, <laughs> my name will be aligned with Jay-Z. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. If that's your goal in life, then that's why are you Why are you giving me such hateration <laughs> vibes right now? Like, that was a good plan. Look, everybody's doing it. Okay. Everyone's doing it. So you have to do it you too? You take a song. I'm just saying, okay. it's, it's easier ways to get your name out there attached to a famous name that's all i'm saying plus pocket the 50k so you could sample his song do whatever make a little video they tag him or his company rocket whoever title whatever (laughs) his name will be attached to yours and you got you insta famous you tiktok famous plus you got 50k in your pocket what more could you ask for that's true yeah very 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 much true um but as I said, there's some men's out there who would think that the selfie with Jay-Z is much more valuable. And those people need help. <sighs> anyway, uh, so speaking of, of that, well, actually, this is not related. Um, body count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the topic of body count. I, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, it's very unrelated. Horrible segue. I'm getting better. Um, that but, went back to the first date. <laughs> <laughs> do, what was the last time someone asked you about your body count and why do we still care about this it's been a really long time since someone asked me about my body count um, maybe it was like back in college I really don't know why we still care I, I feel I, like you shouldn't if anything we should be having conversations about like our um, like our sexual like history health. like our, our sexual health I mean yeah. You know, like, why are we not having that conversation versus, like, okay, how many people you sleep with? Because also, too, let's be real, everyone's going to lie. No matter what, who, man, women, whatever, you're, they're going to lie because they're either going to add some or subtract some or whatever. 
I just I don't think that it's worth it's worth having a conversation around. Go ahead. Uh, No, I agree with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily be prone to lie. I mean, if I remember, if I actually count, I'm pretty sure I could get an accurate number and I wouldn't have to embellish it. But for what reasons? Like, why is there such a stigma based on how much people you sleep with to where that takes But it will be received as a lie regardless of whatever number you say. Right, right. Because they're going to think, like, because men, who said this? J. Cole? That, like, I can't even think of the line right now. But basically we're saying that, like, when women say, oh, this is my body count. You have to multiply that, whatever, which also is asinine. But I also, as a woman, and I even had a conversation with one of my friends today about this, how like sometimes there are just bodies that you just don't count. Oh, yes. So, oh, absolutely. Those those are are heavy on that. Like, are, that's giving me even... free your mind and the rest will follow vibes. It's giving me ghost bodies. There it is. <laughs> yes. There's some, sometimes we fuck with ghosts and you know, um, <laughs> We have to be Ghostbusters, and we just have to exercise those demons, yeah, never right. to be uh, brought up again. But uh-huh. the the moment I realized body counts were shit is when I used to watch Maury, and you know the what? little teenager on the screen was like, <laughs> "I slept with over a hundred men in like a week," and it's just like, "Sis, no." That's a lie. That's the, a lie. The lie test determined that's a lie. That's a lie. And <laughs> body count doesn't mean shit because clearly everyone's just throwing numbers in the, in the wind. Like, oh yes. Uh, Denisha slept with a thousand men or some wild shit. It's like a thousand niggas. What? Where are y'all getting these numbers from and how? Yeah. How? I mean, nobody's asked me my body count, but I I will put my own little uh, introspect into it. If the guy is that good, I question myself about how many other women were you with prior to me? Because you didn't learn this. We wanted to. <laughs> this this is a thesis level type of pipe game you're trying to put right here. So that's, yeah. that that's where I I'm like, yeah. Where did he learn this? Because but my thing is, wouldn't a higher body count equate to more experience? Ideally, wouldn't you want that's, someone that's with what more I'm experience? Saying. So yeah. in essence, that's exactly what I'm saying. In essence, it's like yes, people want people with more experience. But, no, no, no. But necessarily, like a higher body count doesn't mean you know what you're doing. It just means you happen to have slept with a lot of That's people. That's true, too. That's true. Because you could still sleep with a lot of people and yet decide, yeah, you know what? I am not good at or want to or interested in eating pussy. And then you have to cancel the person. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. there's, just, there's just certain things that you can't allow in your circle. You yeah. know? And that's just one of them. So... Body cap doesn't matter to me. I mean, as I said, I know my number is less than a thousand, but <laughs> that doesn't equate to. All right, you was on Maury too. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I know mine is less than a thousand because the fuck I can't even think of a thousand people much less. Yeah. So eh, it is what it is. Um. Oh God, this topic. Uh, the next one is threesomes. Um. So, here's my stance real quick. Uh, We're all adults, once again. If you want to have sex with multiple people at the same time, then you should be allowed to hashtag be safe. There it is. I'm going... What? 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 But what's your stance on threesomes? No, my my stance is is that they're fine. They're okay. I don't have a problem with them. It was a lot. It was a lot of words, so I didn't hear what you what you meant. So I don't have a problem with threesomes. I don't know. I mean, you know, everyone talks about oh, I want a threesome, but then, like, I've been in a threesome situation and it was, it was different. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's 
you know, it's it's all a mental game. You know what I mean? Is it? It's a mental game. Trust Explain me. some more. I've never been in one of these situations. Well, you know what? We're running out of time. I don't have the time to explain <laughs> the details. Just trust me. It is a mental thing. And if you are not in a mental space, then no matter how physical or freaky you want to be, if you're not mentally there, then, yeah. you know, it, it's just you're just not going to have a good time. Yeah. The rumor is that once uh, once you do a threesome, um, that's the end of your relationship. Is that true? What are you talking about? Like, oh, you're talking you about, start oh, initiating oh, wow. a threesome in a relationship, um, that's like almost at the end of the individuals, the two persons that are in a relationship. That's the end of oh, their, I guess, their time together. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. there, have, there'll be a breakup that. soon after. Well, see, because threesomes... Also, I mean, because my threesome wasn't in the gaze of guys of a relationship, but for those who do propose threesomes in relationships, that is like that's an ultimate level of trust. And most people can't even trust themselves on a two to two person. So you're gonna add another element in the ring, and depending on who that person is, it could be homegirl's like friend who guy thinks is attractive, right. or it could be right. you know that guy friend that girl thinks mad cute and whatever. It just gets very messy. So yeah, people right. don't even know how to threesome, much less should be having threesomes. No, they don't. But they just think that like, oh, okay, it's either, oh, this is going to make my partner happy. Let me disagree to it. Or it's like, oh, okay, I want to be adventurous. But then it's also like, okay, do you choose someone that you know? Do you choose someone that you don't know? And I, I, I personally, I can't. Mm-mm. I always joke and I'm like, yeah, I want to do a threesome, but it has to be with like another man. And oh, most we have a same like, person. Yeah, most men are like, uh-uh, no, it ends right there. And it's like, all right, so then you ain't ready. Right, but see? You're not emotionally prepared yeah, because... and, and mature enough to right. experience. Right. So men men aren't on that type of time. Now, me, I don't particularly mind, but other men aren't. aren't most people are just not ready for that. You know, they're not yeah. ready for sharing like their partner. It's a mental else. game. Like, if you are not... If, if you are haven't figured out like where you stand in this person's life, if you even trust this person, mm-hmm. um, you trust yourself to be around someone of the same sex and not feel like it's a weird situation. You know, like all oh, there's so many factors. Like you said, I think people need to figure out, need to learn how to threesome first before they start going around being like, oh, I need to be doing menage a trois. Like, or learn themselves. Correct. There it That's is. True. They don't even know That's themselves. The yeah, you don't even know yourself, and you're doing all these things to make other people happy. You can barely get through a onesome, and now you want to add two more right. people? Come on. A onesome. Come on. But a onesome. People need to practice more onesomes and get themselves yeah, right. to understand what they are. Because at the end of the day, it's like, once again, there's going to be a third wheel, and depending on who's involved, like, you know, people are, going to, people are jealous. People are naturally yeah. jealous. Me, not necessarily, mm-hmm. but others may be jealous. So now you see your partner messing with somebody. They have a little bit more fun. The thrust feel. Right, the thrust right. are looking a little more exciting. Feel natural because it's like here's this person that is your consistent sex partner, and here's a new a new person you introduce. So they're of mm-hmm. course gonna mm-hmm. pay a little bit more attention to that because that's the new the new variable. It's here. just it's consensual like, cheating if we really keep it. It is. Back. That's why I'm not doing it. <laughs> doing it don't you ask Mm -mm. because in your brain while you're up at 3 a.m watching Pornhub and with Bay, and it's like oh this mad sex and cute we should try it and then when you're physically seeing it happening now you want to choke a bitch 
and now you just but you agree to it. So I, now I, you're I, a dummy. I think it's at that moment is when he starts uh, going on IG, liking her picture, and say, "Cleveland smiley face <laughs> with hard eyes." That's that's where it gets a little sticky, you know. And nah, babe, I just started relationship and like exactly agreed to this polyamorous dynamic. But after that, like, there should be no, like, okay, we're still in communication with this person. You hitting the person, you coming over to hang out with, like, your significant other. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, where's, where's that person? I was, you know, I'm I'm trying to see what, what's up, what they trying to do. Ooh, right. Well, I would never do that. But Chocolate Duce may want to initiate the threesome without the other person right. just to get things started. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't understand that, it's like, we getting it warmed up. And we were waiting for you to get here. So I don't understand why you're thinking I'm cheating when it's like... We just we started the twosome and then we're waiting for you to make the threesome like it's math. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> God, no. God bless whoever ends up with you. God, God bless them. God bless. Honestly, that's not my logic. I would never think that way. God, that's bless. wild. <laughs> like, oh man. Um. So yes, I mean that's the gist of the list. There's some other ones which I mean, if we want to do a quick little lightning round, real quick, I'll list. Uh, list off the rest before we wrap up. Um, credit conversation. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, what, like your credit score? Oh, I, yeah, I guess that's Oh, important. big time important. Like, um, yeah, I have yeah. to, I mean, I'm not having it on the first date. I just, that's a lot. But I am, I'm asking you. Yeah, at some point. I, I also, I'm okay with like having transparent conversations about salaries too. I know that probably scares people, but. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah. I want to know how much you make and what your credit is because if this is a thing and we're, Right. You know, going just if you're looking to settle down, whatever. Like, I need to know all that. Like, as you should. One thing that also, too, student loan debt. How do when you marry somebody, their debt becomes your debt. So Correct. it's like, mm-hmm. how do and I? And they child support too. Mm-hmm. Right. We need there to have these conversations. So, so yeah, I, I agree. Credit conversations, absolutely. First date, eh? That's your business if you want to. But I'm definitely having the conversation. It, it should be had. I agree. Um, what's considered cheating is on this list too. I mean, we all know what cheating is. I mean, mm-hmm. we should know. So that's kind of um, a straightforward thing. Marriage not being important. I mean, that's preference. If you want to be married, if you don't want to be married, yeah. literally on you. People have uh, what they call it. Uh, you know the oh when you're not married to someone but you've been with oh, them for a domestic long time. partnership. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Common law. Common law. Common law. We yeah. have a lot of people in common law marriages where they have invisible rings on their fingers, but yeah. hey, they're in it to been win together it. Together 27 years and, and I'm a stick beside him. I'm a, is that your man? <laughs> I'm a stick beside him. Look at the screen. Is that your man? <laughs> I'm a thick as what I am. Uh-uh, like, hey, okay. uh, look, some people don't like legalities. Probably people got yeah. warrants. Who knows? I don't know. At the end of the day, <laughs> if, if you're sticking it out, ring or not, then commends. Um, submissiveness, uh, if you like being submissive or not. Uh, I I'm I consider myself a switch. I can be submissive and I can be dominant. Depends on the circumstances. Same. Same. Yeah, I'm a switch. I you th- don't think so? Wait, whoa, the face is telling me. We're just going to keep moving. Um, Hold on, you don't think I'm submissive? I, you don't give me submissive energy. But I know you can be. But uh, especially with our dynamic, you, you are not submissive. <laughs> 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 not at all. So maybe that's a friendship I, thing the, versus the relationship. Same, the same thing. You know, the right person has to come in mm-hmm. and allow me to express 
my submissiveness. That's all. If not, I will dominate you every chance that I get. You know? Okay. It, it's not it's not intentional, but I, I think I'm submissive. Okay. Sometimes. And then when... Most. The, most. Most? <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Why are you fumbling? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the next topic being... Uh, bi or transsexual people not being desired. We all know that's not true. There are many beautiful bi and transsexual people right. out there that... Who are we even... How is that even a... How is that... Look, yeah. man, this is Twitter. I, Twitter is a wasteland of yeah, topics that people... I feel like trans and bisexual people are more desired than me. Well, there's that. Yeah. There yeah, it is. No, for real. They're beautiful. Yeah. Thank God. Absolutely. So. I don't think I have the patience to, to pull off. Yeah. Half the stuff that they do, like I'm just looking, just scrolling on yeah. IG and Twitter and TikTok, and I'm like, my goodness, attractive That's, is attractive. I love a, a trans like, like um transition for lack of better words, like you know on TikTok where it's like you you see them in their their natural state, and then however they transition, it looks amazing. So those are my favorite types of videos. Love it. We, we support everybody in the queer community here mm-hmm. as best as possible. Uh, and then the last thing is think tanks on 20-year-old shows, like a, uh, a Different World or a Martin or all these <laughs> other things that we just can't. And mind you, they're not even Ain't 20. nothing out there. At this point, it's not even 20 years because it's like, what, the it's year like 2000? 30. Yeah, it's like 30 years, like 20, 30 years shows. So like, yeah, let's right. let go of, you know, the think tanks or the think pieces on girlfriends and mo- and the can't let it go. and can't let it go why well, what are some what are some think tanks or think pieces that you've heard around those shows well i mean especially with monique being more vocal than ever uh you know the whole conversation about oh yeah like back then you know the way that uh the conversation around plus size women was was so bad back then and oh like it's like people expect us to go back in time and like recorrect or undo all the toxic or problematic things of the Mm -hmm. past. And it's like, Mm -hmm. this was a moment, this was a moment in time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Things weren't great back then or the conversations around these different topics weren't um, nuanced back then because at the time that's how it was being handled. Like we can't keep jumping back and say, "Oh no, y'all saw on the Parkers where they used to laugh at Kim because she was fat." (laughs) Oh, cancel that shit! I think the problem is a lot of people are seeing this for the first time, right? And that's and that's fine, right? So have a conversation, but don't chastise the show because it's like, "Oh, they did this horrendously." It's like just recognize that, yeah, this was a time where this was accepted or not accepted, or whatever the case may be. And time capsule it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't make it seem like, oh, this show is trash because they just did it. It's like, come on. The 90s yeah. were a different time. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, th- I was just going to say, I think it's just an opportunity to to make sure that we're more inclusive in our content creation and our, in our scripts and just any kind of media going forward. Because like you said, like back then, some of the things that they used to say on shows and movies, even in like comedy skits. Cringe. Would lit it cringe one and two like you would people would be hella canceled man Big you know like, I might be aging myself but Comic View was the best and what it was funny I'm Comic View was hilarious ever and Comic it got away with so much shit on that show I was Comic like Comic couldn't exist today let's just be real Comic View could not exist today. Our, our 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 society's hypersensitive 
super sensitive. Well, right. That, I mean, I mean most and, and, and in many cases, rightfully so. But there are also some things where it's like, geez, okay, it's a joke. Like, we don't have to normalize everything, right? Yeah. Let's, we, we let's did, not, let's not normalize let's everything. Let's normalize being normal, actually. Right. <laughs> let's accept the fact that that was then and this is now. We're grown, we've evolved. Right. You, that's oh. your quote, Rovi, right? That's your tagline. Yes. We've evolved. I, I've evolved, yes. But let's, uh, you know, sometimes we embrace the times where we were devolved, and that's okay too. You know what I mean? It was funny as shit. That's that's all that it is. <laughs> um, as I said, we're we're we know better to do better, and that's all exactly. that is to that. <sighs> so yeah, that is it. That's the that's the list. Uh, how how do we feel now that these topics are finally out of our systems? We don't have to bring them up again. Uh, how do y'all feel? Y'all feel purged? A bit, a bit. But I, I might fall back and relapse. I will be honest. I, I'm not going to. It'll join, come up. I'm not going to join you in these conversations. I, I'm. I'm not. You might have to. I. I shan't. Don't. Don't loop me. Don't tag me in none of this shit. Don't tag me in none of these conversations. You'll be the first person I tag. You're it. If you and somebody else wants to go back and forth about dinner with Jay Z and 50K, then by all means, the internet is free. God bless. But it won't be Ooh. me. Ooh. As far as this is concerned, on this episode, we said what we said. That's it. That is all. Moving forward. We have to move forward. Moving forward. Good. So, Simone, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Thank you. Really appreciate you. Thank uh, you for having me. uh, For going through all this and and talking it up with us. So, yes, let our audience know where they can find you and your brand. Oh, sorry. Your empire. (laughs) We're building building empires out here. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let us know where uh, we can find you online and everywhere else oh okay well um yeah again i'm via simone you can follow me on instagram uh via dot simone you can follow me on twitter via simone underscore you can follow my empire on um, instagram facebook and twitter uh that's bonnets durags no and so b-o-n-n-e-t-s-d-u-r-a-g-s um, also, make sure you listen to the podcast. Uh, you know, we are working on season five now. Um, you can listen to seasons one through four on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you consume pod- podcast content. That's Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. Um, and that's uh, for people who aren't familiar with the show. It's just a, a show where we have conversations, open and honest conversations with Black and Brown millennials about whatever. Um, you know, in the past, we have had conversations about these $200 dates and all of that, but I'm looking forward to laying all of that to rest into season five <laughs> and focusing on, on new content, new conversations and new things that really impact our, our culture. So, yeah. And Love thank you so it. much for having me. Thank you. Thank Th- you for Thank being you for doing here. the work. Thank you for being a part of the culture. And I just realized that by me calling your uh, enterprise an empire, um, it's now called the Bonnets and Durags um, Empire, which is sh- short for BDE. Look at Ooh, you. Oh! BDE. Right. Did you major in marketing? Right. I mean, I did uh, a little right. something, something, something. I'm I had to hire you on my marketing team. <laughs> okay, I, said, I, I have, like that. I have plenty of ideas if you just uh, put me on the payroll. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Once I get some money, I got you. So. Don't, don't, don't put you to it. Get the contract ready. Huh? <laughs> uh, but yes, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, for those listening, if you want to catch us on any other episodes, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, follow me and Rovi respectfully slide into DMs. Not about these topics because you will get blocked. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Rovi being queen of the block. You know what time it is there. So um, <laughs> definitely don't slide into our DMs being disrespectful. Uh, but yes, follow the podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, that is it for this. I hope you guys enjoyed and once again, I hope you are putting these topics to bed on your own timelines. And um, so let's just not talk about this again, because I'm tired. Once again, over it, over all of this. Let's over talk it. about some new stuff. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know what the new new is these days. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that looks like, it, it has to be forward progression, honestly. Yes. So. Leave all that stuff in, in BC. We're only progressing. <laughs> yeah. leave, leave all that stuff before quarantine, you know, before yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in the new world now. Let's leave all that stuff in the old world. So until then, once again, thank you all for listening and we will catch y'all next time. See you next time. Bye. Later, y'all. Say goodbye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. <laughs>